you know, it's, it's really getting fun now. You know, more and more people are going out and it's you're feeling safer and safer and the restaurants are back open again. And now you can fly almost anywhere. And it's not quite like it used to be, but it's getting close. So one outfit that's really geared up for this is the parent of, you know, Primo's. Primo's has been around forever, Primo's MX. But they've got a bunch of other concepts, Bourbon and Banner, Scout, Over Easy, some that I can't pronounce, some I've never heard of. But the man who knows all about these is Robert Hall. He's the CEO of Refined Hospitality Concepts, and he oversees all of those brands, plus more. It's good to have you with us. Great to be here. Good morning. Good morning. So you're you're opening back up. And you're opening new places. Does it feel normal to you yet? Well, you know what? I'm one of those who I don't know that I I really know what normal is anymore. But I I can say this. There's a lot of positive movement in in many lanes of uh, food and beverage and hospitality right now. And I'm happy to be a part of that. There's been a lot of change. There's been a lot of new skills to learn, whether it be you know, participating in ghost kitchens or third-party delivery or working on your web initiatives as people, you know, stay, you know, elected to stay safe and, and stay at home more, but we still needed to engage with our guest base. And then in all honesty, we're one of those groups that never really had a true pause in the action, if you will, because some of our venues um, have residential components to them. And so food service was necessary. Even in the really dark days of the shutdown, we still had minimal operating food and beverage operations, um, supporting our corporate cafes and also our hotel environments to some degree. So our team has um, really never stopped, um, but we had to retract to certainly a very quiet position for a couple months at the height of things. And we're very grateful to be back um, in our expansion mode once again. You know, you allude to it, but you guys are in somewhat of a unique position. I mean, you're not like an outfit that sort of, puts up a pad side at the corner of Preston and park and hopes that people show up, but you're, right. you're inside. A lot of your concepts are inside the Statler Hilton hotel, for example, downtown Dallas. And you're associated sure. with housing developments and in yes. flower mound and this big new concept that's coming into Louisville. So you do have sort of a built-in clientele in that sense. We do. And, and, you know, we're, we're diversified in the sense that, you know, we have our brick and mortar restaurants that we're expanding. Some of them are in uh, traditional lease environments. That is probably the fewest. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of our new units are in Centurion American uh, developments and communities such as Mercer Crossing or West Lake Entrada, uh, North Richland Hills, uh, Iron Horse down in Mesquite. Um, so that is a large function of what we do. Um, uh, for Centurion American is, you know, bring hospitality concepting to their ever expanding, you know, footprint of mixed use uh, projects. But we also uh, have our hotel projects on the horizon, not only the continued operation and, you know, refinement and ever changing, um, exciting development downtown Dallas. I When I first moved here from, uh, I'd been in New York for a while. I was coming back to Texas about a decade ago. Wow. I mean, what a, what a change downtown, what an interesting new economy and much more hustle and bustle than uh, when I first moved here a little over a decade ago, 12 years ago. And then I lived downtown at that time. So it's been amazing to be a part of the Statler. We do have another hotel, the Cabana Hotel Project and uh, the Braniff Hotel Project as well on the Tollway and Wycliffe that are on the horizon. Exactly. We, um, in fact, we, we, we talked to Verdad Moyati about these uh, just the yeah. other day. And he's 
going forward with those. But you guys are working on a new concept with, again, a former guest on on this program, the, the, the granddaddy of the whole gas monkey concept, Richard yeah. Rawlings. Now, I never would have put you guys together. Are you you're going <laughs> into the gas monkey business? Well, here's the fun part about that. I'd, I'd actually had some personal um, interactions with Richard as through the love of uh, cars and had been uh, was on a, a race one time about a decade ago and had a chance to, to, to meet Richard. And I always uh, enjoyed uh, the times I've seen him out in the community and had the pleasure of visiting with him socially. And um, I reconnected with him, as a matter of fact, as a function to some degree of, of the COVID situation when the Gas Monkey and Gas Monkey Live concepts um, uh, started, um, you know, obviously pausing their calendar as relates to live sure. events at the height of the pandemic. Some of their key leadership team had reached out to us uh, through a mutual contact. And I met a gentleman by the name of uh, Chris Wren, who had uh, been a Las Vegas uh, operator and then uh, very successful in the Gas Monkey brand. And um, we actually brought him uh, over to the Statler Hotel, and he's uh, been stewarding uh, our, our venues here for us. And uh, through that, I, I reconnected with Richard, and, we, you know, we started talking and um, decided, you know, he had some visions for where the Gas Monkey brand should and could go. Uh, I had some ideas for how that would intersect with some of the developments and properties that we were looking at who really um, would embrace wholeheartedly having, you know, someone like, like Richard and like that brand um, in their community. And that's how we selected um, the, the sites at Mercer Crossing and also the one in uh, Louisville. The one in Louisville has a couple more interesting points to it because it was an old go-kart track and putt-putt place. And so we're, we're going to keep a little bit of that DNA and also pivot Richard's brand a little bit to, well, yeah, to have its first uh, in that lane. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, what I was thinking. That's a fun this, one. This is not like, you know, opening a Waffle House or something where people are going to come <laughs> right. and sit down and yeah. eat and 45 minutes later they're gone. I mean, this yeah, is no. thousands of what? Uh, tens of thousands yeah. of square feet and music yeah. and all-night parties Absolutely. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, outdoor stage and, you know, for all things love that, you know, that have – uh, you know, an automotive or motorcycle or, you know, component of that nature, you know, Richard loves and celebrates all that. There's a big, you know, car culture in, in, in Dallas, as you know, and um, or love of motorsports in general, a little, a little bit of the lake DNA will enter into not only the Louisville project, but we're also in talks with Richard to do a, a waterside uh, version in, um, in the Baytown development that uh, Mr. Moetti referenced earlier, uh, Centurion American acquired, um, uh, I believe, earlier this year, or late last year. So we, we've got several things that projects that we just feel like Richard's brand and energy of the Gas Monkey concept, combined with some, you know, great new fun, um, you know, developments in food and beverage yeah. from his taste, our taste, is just going to intersect to make a really cool, uh, great, you know, a great, uh, a great venue. So you know, I, I mentioned future all, will tell. Yeah, I mentioned all the concepts, you know. Primo's in MX, uh, Bourbon and Banner, Scout Over Easy, yeah. Waterproof, whatever, S-F-E-R-E-C-O. Oh, Spherco. That's, that one's like the old, uh, when I was in the wine business, the old uh, Clos de Bois ads where they had to teach everyone how to say it. It's a polarizing <laughs> name, but very very simply, you know, if it, it's, it comes from, I grew up in an Italian kitchen. My family had, you know, scratch Italian kitchens, restaurants, and then banquet centers. The business grew over time as I was a as I was a kid before I moved to California to go in the wine business with my grandfather, we started Robert Hall winery. Um, 
but I had this love for the genre. When I lived in New York, there was great meatball shops and we, I fell in love with those and I felt like Dallas didn't have one. Uh, they didn't have a meatball shop. This was five years ago or so. And so the opportunity came up to concept and, uh, uh, a, a spot uh, at the Statler and we thought it would just be an awesome place to beta this new brand. So when you think of a meatball company, very fun, it's tongue in cheek, it's a little kitschy. It's a spear company. We yeah. make spears, we make <laughs> meatballs. So, but we wanted it to look Italian. So we did the SF and then we picked this uh, spaghetti Western font uh, because, you know, when, when we were in the, in the, uh, you know, in my office thinking about how, how do we make this fun yet, culinarily relevant so we said let's do scratch italian handmade american italian mind you we don't purport to be napolitan or roman this is a this is a celebration of the american italian tradition well how do you get that uh how do you tie that to texas and we just thought uh, and it's you know there's people who've done similar things before but the whole spaghetti western era with the you know in the statler's mid-century as as you know so it's kind of a fun throwback to the six you know early 60s when the statler was really in it's swinging heydays, and so we got this, yeah, you know, Sergio yeah. Leone. You got cowboys with Italian uh, writing on the posters and these cool color schemes from the 60s, and it just kind of defined the brand. So enter Spirico. It's got well, a I'm, full I'm, bar, plays yeah. country music, and there's cowboys hanging on the wall, and you're getting great uh, American-Italian. Well, That's I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I vividly remember the swinging 60s for the Statler. <laughs> Good. But so what I was going to ask you, so you got all these concepts in Parliament, and now gas, but are you going to keep all of these or are you, do you kind of test and then see what you, you want know. to grow? Cause uh, sure. You know, you know, there's, you know, I never go Centurion's into developing thinking. all yeah. kinds of places. I mean, North and sure. down in Austin. Absolutely. And I guess there's a venue. You're going to keep all of these concepts. You know, I asked, it's interesting. I asked Murdad one time, I, I said, you know, you know, I was put my businessman hat on. I talked about exit strategies and, you know, growing brands and things of that nature. And, you know, he, and I'm very proud and grateful to be, to be his partner. I've, I've learned a ton from him. And again, he's, he's got so much energy and is such a visionary and so optimistically, um, you know, driven to, to, to push forward, which is very, very refreshing, um, especially in hospitality. You know, he has a true love for hospitality, but I'd, I'd asked him this, this question about extra. And he said, well, Robert, you know, I don't, I don't go into any project business or development with, you know, the, the, the plan to, to sell a company. Um, however, in real estate, that does happen frequently. You yeah. don't seem to make, <laughs> make much money if you hoard everything and never sell anything. But as it relates to hospitality, we have a high um, desire to, to hold on to these brands, to grow them, to develop them, find out which ones work in which communities and which demographics. And I'll be the first to tell you, I've gone back to school on all those fronts. Uh, you know, I used to, you know, in other lines of, uh, or, you know, previous, uh, previous endeavors, our job was to, you know, consult for a property and, and, and the line concepts that would be successful there. And, and, and then someday the, the owner was going to sell the building. And, and that was more the appetite. This is not really what we're doing here. We're trying to find long-term relationships uh, and brands that will continue to populate our communities uh, as they prove successful. Obviously, if, if something's not working, you can't uh, pursue it to perpetuity. However, it also takes time to reestablish. I think all any yeah. operator you talk to or any restaurant you talk to, you can't just uh, throw the baby out with the bathwater, as it were, you know, four months into the first market correction, right? Yeah. I got really excited this summer thinking we were, you know, back full back to full swing. And it was a little bit of a, 
you know, it, it was quite the letdown when the Delta variant came and we had to go back to really tightening up um, all safety and, you know, protocols again, and then lower our projections and expectations. But to you know, answer your question more succinctly, we, we, we don't, we're not designing brands to pivot out of or package to sell at this point anytime. We're, de- we're developing these brands long term. We're bringing in some other operators that, that you that you just talked about, Richard, and then obviously with Parliament um, and some of the other endeavors, the Brazilian Steakhouse brand, Buena Braza, and the Matus family. We're bringing some people in to give, you know, have them work in our framework, and hopefully they're successful and can expand throughout our communities as we grow and, and also our hotel environments. Well, it's going to be fun to watch this uh, watch this grow. And like I say, it's fun to get back out again. Robert Hall oh, is the is. Uh, sure CEO is. of Refined Hospitality Concepts. Look, we, fit, we, we wish you all the luck, and I can't wait to see what you do with Gas Monkey. Thanks for the time. Well, thank you, sir. I look forward to seeing you again. Thank thanks, you for inviting thanks me. Thanks a lot for Barbara Conversation. With Mr. Hall, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.